Welcome to Fresh Coast Jazz Backstage, the show that gives you a chance to hang with today's top contemporary jazz artists. I'm your host, Carl Brown. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And welcome to a new episode of Fresh Coast Jazz Backstage. Really excited about our guests today. About two weeks ago, we had our very first Fresh Coast Jazz Festival Hometown All-Star Showcase. And we have four fantastic Milwaukee area acts perform and compete for their chance to open the 2023 Fresh Coast Jazz Festival on Friday, August 25th. All the acts were great, but one of those acts really stood out. Their music is a really fun, high-energy fusion of jazz laced with some hip-hop and some funk. The first time I listened to their music, I had to go back and listen again, and I was just like, wow, this is different. This is new. This is really cool. And it really reminded me of kind of this this mix of Incognito, Snarky Puppy, and the Brand New Heavies, which are all some of my favorite groups. And so we're super excited to have them opening the Fresh Coast Jazz Festival. I'm really confident that you're going to be hearing a lot more from these guys in the near future. The band is called Cosmic Endeavors, and we're excited to have Julian Singh and Yishai Levin from the band in the studio with us today. What's going on, fellas? Hi, thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. What's up? Hey, it's good, man. It's good to have you guys in the house. Really excited about having you guys and getting a chance to chop it up with you guys a little bit today. So I got to first ask you, you like okay there's many other members to your band right so you guys are here representing the crew right so why don't you break down for our listeners the other members of the band and i know julian you're a drummer yishai you're a bass player who are the other members of your band and what do those those other members do yeah so the way i kind of like to think about cosmic is we have like two little iterations we got one which is more like the jazz like you know, kind of what y'all heard. Yeah. And then the other one is more of like our, it's still jazz, but it's like a little more like vocal heavy, like okay. a little more dance, I guess, heavy. So yeah. in when we're playing like instrumental, usually it's going to be me on drums. So Julian on drums, Cam Span on keys. Uh-huh. And he also like writes a majority. I think he's probably wrote like all of our songs, but like two. Okay. So okay, he's, cool. he's kind of the mastermind behind like all of our songs. Yeah. We got... Josh Koch on trumpet, uh-huh. Casimir Riley on tenor, and sometimes alto sax. Okay. And then we have Josh Trimble on guitar, who couldn't be at the showcase. And then we also have an additional bass player, Liam Phillips, who also couldn't be at the showcase. Okay. And then lastly, our vocalist, Dimitri Rogers, who also goes by Khalil. I think he's playing a headlining spot at Summerfest on Friday. So Fantastic. Yeah. But as you can tell, our band is kind of... It's very flexible. Yeah. Like it's more of, it's more of a collective really yeah. than a band even. It's, yeah, it's more about like a, I'd say like a sound yeah. than really just like being a band. I love that thought that it's more like a sound than being a band because I think that like, you know, bands like can get, bands are sometimes too dependent upon the people in the band, right? And the sound is what you're striving for, right? And so you can pull pieces in and out. And I think that makes it fresh for, I'm assuming that makes it more fresh for you guys as well as for your audiences. Yeah. And it, I think also like a lot of times people will get into this mindset of like who's good, who's bad, but it's really like what vibe do you want for yeah. the show? Like yeah. I feel like for a lot of people it's not good or bad. It's just like what type of energy do you want to bring? And I feel like bringing on Yishai for this show is like a great addition, really helped us yeah. kind of pull through on this win because he brings a lot of really good energy to the table that I think just helped us accelerate to that win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
what was it like for you guys, like leading up to this competition and then winning the competition? Kind of take me back to that night and how you guys felt and before you got on stage. And then once it was all announced that you guys were the winners, what did that, how did that make you guys feel? It was great. The whole experience was very cool. We rehearsed like, I think it was two times, right? Two times before. Yeah. Um, yeah. Once or twice. Yeah. And, uh, it was like my first time playing with this. Like I've seen Cosmic Endeavors a lot around Milwaukee. Cause yeah. I like I'm friends with all of them and I love their music. So like I've been to a bunch of their shows and stuff, but their bass player was out of town or something. So yeah. they asked me to join with them. So yeah, I, we rehearsed like two times, ran through the music. It felt pretty good. We worked on some things, made a little intro. Just like it was kind of like fast paced. Yeah. It kind of just all happened. And that's also because the, the set's pretty short. So it's, it wasn't like too much music to work over. And we're all pretty familiar with it. And then, yeah, when we went there, it was just great. Like, we just saw all the other bands. Everybody was actually, like, really good. Yeah, like, they, we, were. we're, they like, were. I was really happy just to see, like, that Milwaukee has so much, like, talent future yeah. in it. Yeah. It was just good to see because, like, Milwaukee's a small city. And especially me and Julian and also Cam, like, we're out in Boston during the year at yeah. school. So, like, there's just so much, so much. It's so much, like, talent in a big city. Coming back to Milwaukee, it's, like, a smaller city, but we still got like we still have talent here in milwaukee it's not like we're just dead like there's a lot happening so yeah but overall it was like it was a great night we felt really really good after we celebrated and yeah it was a lot of fun that's cool that's cool was there a celebration afterwards yeah we went well me cam and julian (laughs) just went to my house and we just chilled and yeah we just like had fun yeah, it was it was cool, and I think also wait, Yishai is not just some random person that we asked to yeah, like yeah, play yeah. with us. He, me, Yishai, and Cam all go to school at Berkeley in Boston, so like we've been playing like pretty frequently over like the past school year. So you know, yeah, we, yeah. even though we might have not like played the music specifically like for a long time, like us three together have been playing for a while, so yeah. it's easier for us to kind of just get into something and lock in, you know. Yeah, yeah that's we cool. yeah we definitely have good chemistry between us three. Yeah. And also, we're like living ne- next year yeah. together. All those, all <laughs> okay, three, so okay. Like, oh, that's gonna be we, that's gonna be a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, we like play chill with each other a lot. Like we're very yeah, we're just like we're able to lock in pretty easily. So it's- so let's talk about this Berkeley thing a little bit because like you know like our listeners they hear from really the top jazz artists around the world and it's amazing to me how many of those people have gone to Berkeley or have an experience through Berkeley. Right, some of them graduated from berkeley some of them went to berkeley for a little while and then somebody tapped them on the shoulder and said hey you want to come and tour with me and then they were out on the road so tell me about this berkeley experience and what that means to you and how that's impacting your music yeah i mean i guess i don't know berkeley is very like bipolar i okay feel like. okay overall i feel like it's a really good experience like i feel like i've gotten way better at drums and music and everything yeah but it's definitely like a lot of like stress too that you wouldn't necessarily expect from music school like i mean you think you go to music school it's like oh this is easy like i'm doing what i but no man it's more work than i've ever done in high school or any other classes you know and i think what makes it worth it and more able to do is it's all music based so it's like this is fun for me but yeah it's a it's a lot of intense like energy like it's a lot of like really high moments and uh-huh. then really low moments like before i went to berkeley my life was pretty like standard not yeah. too not waving too much in either direction but when i went to berkeley like it just got in huge spikes which is cool i think overall just like being in the environment and being with all these like super like killing like other yeah. students yeah it, that's i feel like that's the biggest game changer i mean yeah mm-hmm. Isha, what do you think yeah like when i got there i just finished my first year you you've been there for two years now yeah so yeah like it was it was an adjustment for sure like yeah. just 
being in a place where there's like just so many people who are like all really good and everybody, not everybody, everybody, but there's like a lot of people that have your same sort of taste and have all the things that you love nailed down. Like, you know, everybody's like, oh yeah, I love Robert Glassford. Okay. There's like a million other people yeah, that love yeah, Robert Glassford yeah. and they can play his stuff down. Like, so it's like, you're just put in a space where it's like now you blend in and you're just the same as everybody else. Yeah. And it's, it's completely different from like a place in Milwaukee, but it's like, it's a smaller community, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's, it's a, just a lot of intense energy there and you have to learn how to maneuver your way through all those situations and yeah, still try to like make the best out of everything and get better. It's definitely like, I'm again, like what Julian said, I'm very glad I'm there. I'm like very grateful for the experience I've had so far, but there's definitely a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. It's like Berkeley as like a school institution is not a perfect place at all. Yeah. So like there's everything has its like benefits and draws. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had an artist once tell me, and this artist is like one of the top artists in the contemporary jazz world. And in fact, I think just like a month ago, he received like the presidential medal of honor or something like that. His name is Najee and Najee is a saxophone player, right? Grammy winner and all that kind of stuff. And he went to Berkeley and he told me a story about how once he was, he played for Prince and he, somebody told him they were looking for somebody who could play saxophone in their band if they could read music. And he was like, well, shoot, that's what I learned at school. I can do that all day in my sleep, right? And that really was kind of like one of the kickstarts of getting him his first really big gig that catapulted him, right? So yeah, it probably is a little stressful, but I think what you said something, Julian, I think is really a good thing is that like you're hanging out with the best of the best, right? And you're being challenged and competing with and going to school with and learning with and learning from the best of the best. So that's only going to help you guys as you go forward in your career, I got to believe. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So I told you guys earlier how I kind of envisioned your music when we started talking. How do you guys describe your music? I feel like that's the hardest question <laughs> yeah. ever. Okay, like, okay. I think, I don't know, our music is like kind of just more of like an influence of everything that we listen to. Uh-huh kind of put into one because honestly i feel like cosmic is not really trying to fit like a genre necessarily yeah. we're not like oh let's be a jazz fusion yeah. slash hip-hop band like no we're just like oh cool let's write something that you know like feels good yeah yeah uh, i think cam draws like a lot of inspiration obviously from jazz but also from like r&b uh-huh. and soul a lot of like i think some of our newer songs like also a little more like indie like Uh not rock but like more on that side of the spectrum as well so i think honestly it's just a big fusion of all the influences that we have i wouldn't necessarily think that we're trying to fit like a specific sound if that makes sense yeah that does make sense yeah it's always like weird if someone asks you like what like the type of music is it's like the biggest overall thing you could say is probably like jazz fusion but that never feels right it's like yeah it's not really jazz fusion because when you think of jazz fusion i feel like people think like those bands like in the 70s like breaker and like that type of stuff and it's not really that's not really the sound so it's a lot it's more like it's just like yeah what julian said like a mix of like everything we listen to and we all like we all share like similar tastes so like it's like a lot of and it's like it changes all the time because we're always listening to different things so like the newest song written is probably like way different from the first tune Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and yeah it's all just it's kind of just ever-changing and it's just going with our individual influences and the way we play the music too is influenced by what we're listening to so like if cam wrote a tune and he's thinking about it from that perspective his own thing and then i'll play it and i'll bring my own perspective and it's just like that's 
that's what everybody does. So it all like just ends up being a big, just like mixing pot of yeah. everything. Okay. So okay. Cool. Yeah. So if you could pinpoint a few artists that really kind of, or a few bands that really have been your influences and people that you're listening to now, who would you say are some of those folks that are really, that you're catching a vibe from? Probably it would be like definitely Robert Glasper. Yeah. For sure. And like everybody individually in his band too. Yeah. Like, okay. like Derek Hodge, a lot. I listen to a lot of him for like a lot of the, my bass playing influence yeah and then you with like just just tyson, tyson. yeah yeah um, okay yeah people in that whole circle like thundercat that yeah. type of stuff too i think also snarky puppy yeah. i mean yeah. whether we actually listen to it like right now but i think we're definitely our sound is yeah. still very similar to like yeah. that vibe of it's not necessarily jazz fusion but it's like yeah. a lot of other ingredients mm-hmm. yeah. and also like just gospel stuff too. yeah a lot of gospel okay. music okay influence. okay Cool, cool. Who are some of those gospel influences, did you say? Like, John P. Key, probably, yeah. and who's, like, more, like, drive stuff? Dude, I don't know. I listen to a lot of more, like, I guess you could say, like, more contemporary urban. Like, there's an artist yeah. named V. Keys. I don't uh-huh. know if you've heard of him. I have His, not? his stuff is insane yeah, uh, Dewey Powell who I know you've interviewed oh, yeah. So. Dewey Powell yeah. Dewey Powell yeah. yeah he's like probably one of our <laughs> biggest influences yeah. okay okay I'm trying to think of some other names that's cool that's cool so I want to well before we do that how about we just listen to some of your music and I want to get your you, one of the songs we're going to listen to is a song called F Sharp Jam which is a really kind of an interesting name for us to tune so <laughs> tell me kind of about how that tune came to be yeah, so it's actually, this is like a really weird story, but we were playing with a different bass player named Will, and he just like sent us this voice memo of the bass line, uh-huh. uh, and it was just like crazy. We were like, whoa, okay, this is really cool. We could make something with this. And then Cam being Cam just made the like the melody and everything for it, and then we just kind of found like a pocket. And then we were playing it like that for about like two years. And then when I came back from school after my first year, and Cam was also kind of looking for more of a push in our songs uh-huh. we're like all right we need to do some different stuff with this song so we kind of revised it and added a little bit like a bit of like a b section in there when it's like building up with a bit of a different progression but then we really wanted to like spice it up and add an ending i like the ending a lot it kind of slows down a bit into this like weird like <laughs> super like slow pocket uh-huh. um, but yeah the inspiration for that again was from a different bass player that actually goes to school with us who like okay. laid down this nasty bass line when i was seeing it i was like whoa <laughs> we got to do something with that and then again cam being cam just like fleshed it out and we wrote this really cool outro cool so, yeah that's kind of that's kind of how that tune came to be all right well let's take a listen this is f sharp jam Thank you. 
All right, everybody, we just heard Cosmic Endeavors and their song F Sharp Jam. So there's an interesting story to kind of how you guys became a collective or a group. Why don't you tell our listeners about how it all kind of came together? Yeah, I guess during the pandemic, I was really kind of missing playing with other musicians. Like I didn't Mm -hmm. realize how much I missed just playing with other people. So I wanted to get some sort of like group, not even thinking about a band. Uh I just kind of wanted to play with some people Uh uh, because it had been like months. And I was just like, man, I'm getting so just burnt out of just playing like, you know, to tracks by myself. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I had met. Kaz, the saxophone player, Liam, the bass player, and actually our original guitar player, Flynn Baker, through the Wisconsin Conservatory Music Program. Okay, yeah. And we kind of did this little like civic music scholarship thing that I did as well. Okay. So we had already played a little bit together. And then I had played one show with Cam before that, but I didn't really know him. Like we just played one show and like okay. that was it. I didn't talk to him for a, a while. And so I was kind of like, well, we need a keys player. So why don't we just invite Cam and then invite the others over? And then we just kind of started jamming from there and then like by the time august rolled around we had some actual like tunes that uh-huh. were ours so we thought yeah let's get a show wait was that the backyard show was that the first time no the our first show was actually at liniman's oh, it was oh, a live stream right. one <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and like we were like trying to find a name i remember cam still has the the screen recording we were like for like hours just like uh-huh. throwing out random names <laughs> like really bad names and at a point we were just like saying like the worst names possible but eventually we just came up with cosmic endeavors and that kind of stuck and honestly yeah. it's, it's pretty pretty good name now that i think about it like if i'm trying to come up with a band name now i'm lost for band names. yeah like, i can't yeah. think of any but we kind of just decided to run with that and then we were like okay cool let's play some more shows maybe let's keep progressing and then it just kind of took off from there i feel like every year we've been like slowly building up yeah what we do the only issue is when we all go to school and we yeah. have to stop yeah. for like an entire school year and yeah. then resume which is kind of unfortunate because if we could just keep going mm. that'd be better but opposed to just being able to just keep going and keep building ourselves in the scene here mm-hmm. we kind of have to take a break mm-hmm. and then come back but i think going to school makes everyone better so it's not necessarily we're like we're picking up at the same point right i think we're picking up at a different point where everyone's a little bit more mature and honestly it's kind of insane to see like people coming back like from a semester of school and like how much they change Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. it's like wow like i feel like cam over the last semester has just gotten very good at piano because he's actually a drummer mainly. Oh, okay. Like, See, very, I didn't know that. very cold drummer. Like, yeah, he's great, great. <laughs> wow. Like the fact that he just, yeah, he was grinding a lot of keys, I think at Berkeley. Yeah. And so when he came back, I was like, oh, okay, like you can, yeah. you can really play now. So yeah, for anybody, if you haven't seen these guys, you got to go check out their website and you got to go check them out on YouTube because, you know, Julian's just talking about Cam and like Cam's got a different level of energy, man. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he's just like when he, it's like, it's like this metamorphosis that happens with him. Like when he's behind some keyboards, it's just like something takes over his spirit, man. Yeah, and he's just yeah. in his zone. That's Cam. Cam's yeah. like, yeah, I was, me and Cam were roommates this year at Berkeley. Uh-huh. And like, it was a lot of that. Like the yeah. we'd, be, we'd be playing, he'd be making music. He's been like really getting into like producing, really yeah. making his own stuff. And that's going to be great when he releases his own music. But like, yeah, he's like a very just real authentic musician that just like, could play yeah 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 his his mind too is like crazy like i've i haven't met anyone still that their like mind is like his like he's just so creative like he'll spend Uh he'll spend like 30 minutes on like a midi like (laughs) snare placement okay you're like why are you spending all this and then you hear it back and you're like 
oh yeah, that's why it's just, uh-huh. like, it's just like the stupidest like it's it just hits so hard and yeah. he's using like all stock logic stuff it's like dude how did you make it sound like that it's just yeah. like he's putting in the effort and he just he can like see the angle before it's there like you know we're, yeah. we're, we're like at least for me i feel like i'm just such like oh, oh, oh if i don't see it it's like we gotta move on but he's like no 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 yeah, let's make sure this is right yeah. got it to get to the angle I think that's one of the signs, I think, really of true greatness, though, right? Is like when, like one, when you're willing to grind and one, like you don't accept anything other than what you know is right to be right, you know? And then two, putting in that time and then having a collective, like everybody, when you have a successful collective, everybody brings something different to the table. I was just watching this documentary on the making of the Steely Dan Asia albums, one of the best selling albums of all time, right? And because we have Larry Carlton, you guys are going to be opening for Larry Carlton, 19-time Grammy winner, winner, right? And it was going through how Steely Dan was Brecker and Fagan, but it was really a lot of a, more of a collective too, right? Because they brought people in who they felt were right for a certain song or for right for a certain tour, and then people flexed out and whatnot, and everybody kind of contributed, right? But what I thought was really cool about it was that, like, everybody brought different things to the table. Like, Fagan was kind of like the, you know, if you call it, put it in these terms, kind of like the mad scientist who, just like you were saying about Cam, he had this vision, like, way down the line of what he and Walter were envisioning. And then part of the job was to get everybody else to kind of come along for the ride and add what they added to it, right? So I think what you guys are tinkering with is something that might border on a little bit of greatness because that's what, when you see the great ones, that's one of the common traits when I talk to these artists that that all the great ones really have you know yeah i mean i mean steve gadd i don't know if mm-hmm. you know who that is i do he, know who that he, is he played on that album and he has his ending solo on the title of the asia track it's like yeah. crazy i think it's still one of the like i don't really listen to that many like older drum solos yeah but man that solo is crazy I yeah just like yeah I yeah that. yeah that's what i think that's one of the best musical works ever put together so what are you guys hoping to i mean blank blank canvas what are you guys hoping to accomplish with your music and through your music mm, that's a big question yeah i don't know exactly like specific goals but i think in general like the thing that i want to be able to do with my music is just like create a space for people to just feel like mm, to feel like s- safe enough to let down their walls yeah. and just to like allow themselves to experience something and like let it really like hit them like let down their walls so they can let the music actually take over them yeah that's like what i'm i feel like my always like the goal behind the music i play like whenever i'm performing like that's kind of the vibe it doesn't matter what type of music it is like yeah. it could be rock could be jazz like swing yeah. or whatever it is just like just to make a space that people can just be like relaxed and just let the music affect them in the yeah. way that it needs to affect them like yeah. whether that's like in a happy sad whatever type of way just like yeah have that be able to happen that's cool that's cool what about you julian I feel like just like being able to like create something that you feel is like really beautiful and like that you're able to accept and like just like really be like, yeah, yeah. like this was, this was awesome. Like this was great. But not awesome. Like in a happy way necessarily. Like it could be like awesome just because it's beautiful and like super sad, but just something that's like you really feel good about. I think that's at least I feel like that's my goal. And like I think if you do that and if you're happy with what you do, like the audience yeah. will be happy with, yeah. with what you're doing yeah, as well yeah so, yeah i don't know just to create something like really beautiful that you're able to like accept and be like yeah that's cool that's cool it's really cool you i love what you said about creating a space for people to just 
be right and be what they want to be at that point in time. I was at a snarky puppy show a couple months ago and there was, you know, from the beginning of the show till the end of the show, there was this dude that got up and he danced and he moved all around the arena and he just kept dancing. He moved from this spot to dance. He moved from that spot to dance. He moved by, he stood in the middle of a row and dance. He stood in the open area and dance. That cat danced all night long. And I'm sitting there, I'm watching this guy and I'm thinking to myself, that is really cool. That is really cool how that music, he was free. He was just like unencumbered. He didn't care about people watching him or looking at him. And I think the people in the audience thought it was, most of the people probably thought it was pretty cool. I know I thought it was pretty cool. It's just like, man, this cat is enjoying himself right Right. and that is one of the things one of the powerful things about music is that music has the power good music has the power to move people in unexpected ways sometimes you know so that's really really a cool thing and it's like it's i was i was happy to hear you guys because like you know a lot of times people are some people are chasing fame or they're chasing fortune and things like that and the one thing that i have come to understand is that those artists that end up being really really successful are the ones that aren't don't go into it chasing that stuff aren't going into it chasing chasing number one records and things like that they're going into it because there is something in them that they recognize as a gift that they want to use to move people in some way which is a really really cool thing i think so how does it impact you guys when you're on stage and you look out at the audience and you see the audience getting into it what does that do for you that's like the best feeling. like right. that's why i love performing like i think over any aspect in music the thing i love the most about it is like the performance Uh like some people their favorite part is like the creating part like writing the music and like some people it could be like producing it like mixing it and stuff like that or recording it like my thing is performing like i love performing the music like live in front of people yeah and so like yeah when i see someone in the audience really getting into it maybe dancing maybe i don't know doing something that really shows me that they're like engaging with it and they're really enjoying it like that's the best feeling and then it makes me like play better and makes me like give more it's just like a feedback loop you know like if they start like really digging it then i'm gonna start putting more energy and then they're gonna like it even more and then i'm gonna and it's just like i could just keep going like that yeah yeah what about you julian yeah, I mean, I, I kind of feel the same way. Like, yeah. It's so cool when you're playing and someone's like, yeah. And it's like, oh, oh, we're <laughs> doing like, it right. Uh, we're doing it right. Uh-huh. Okay, let's uh-huh. keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's funny because, like, when I saw you guys perform, like, I watched you guys on, on YouTube and stuff like that before you did the showcase. But when you did the showcase, like, I would have never guessed that you guys had only been doing this, you know, together for a short period of time like one of the things that we do with the festival is like a lot of festivals like they hire house bands and they hire the headliner from the group but then they have like a headline act and then they have that headline act play with a house band that's one of the things that we don't do it's a lot more expensive to a lot cheaper to do it when you hire a house band right but i don't do that with our festival because there's something about a group of people that play together where they know how to zig and zag with each other right like you know okay cam just went there i'm going here because we've done this before together right versus when you have that situation where somebody hires people where people haven't played together like the discerning audience member can kind of tell right they can kind of tell and it makes a huge difference in what comes out in that performance definitely yeah i respect that a lot like having 
the chemistry is very, very important. Yeah, it is. Like I could, we could not have won that if it was like with some. We had like nah. three random people in the band that we know. <laughs> yeah. so like no, nah, yeah, that's yeah. Not- and that matters to that matters to like. I think you guys play off of each other really, really well. I think you know that, and I think there's this thing too. Probably when you're a group of people that work together, where like I know I used to have an ad agency and I had business partners, and one of the things that drove me was like I didn't want to let my business partners down, right? Yeah, yeah. So like I was gonna show up, man. It's right. like, you know, I'm expecting them to show up, so I'm gonna show up right yeah and that's one of the things i think that makes the vibe that much stronger and makes the music that much better yeah well why don't we take a listen to another one of your songs how about we take a listen to first night out Thank you. 
right. We just heard our guests in studio today, Cosmic Endeavors, and their song, First Night Out. So how does what you pick up just in your everyday lives, like hanging out with your friends or dating or going to school or anything, how does that impact music like do you just find do you find songs in everyday things ideas in everyday things or how does that impact you i yeah i mean i feel like good music is probably inspired mm-hmm. by just like real experiences you yeah. know like hanging out with like having i don't know like having a good time like i feel like if i am like having a great time with people and it's like i'm just like feeling good yeah. and like the sun's out and it's like ooh i'm going to make music in a very specific way uh-huh versus if it's dark out and it's yeah. like ooh, and it's like a nice breeze coming in that's a whole whole different vibe for me and like also it's just like emotionally like if you're like going through something like if you're like if i'm upset i'm like okay this is going to be very different than you know like if i was just like super happy yeah. so i think like literally everything impacts how like you make like everything you do is going to impact how you're making music yeah 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 i feel like it's like it's not like every specific thing has a specific impact in the music but it's all like subconscious like the situations we go through like things we're doing in our day-to-day lives they create like experiences for us and then we can like put those experiences into the music but it's not even like we're necessarily thinking about it yeah it's just like it just happens it, like it just, yeah yeah that's just like, the, the mindset you're in like that's just how you're feeling. yeah like, like if you're raised a certain way and you have like you have like very distinct like memories of things that you always did when you were raised or yeah. something like that that's gonna come out in your music because it's like your roots like your yeah, roots are yeah. gonna come out in your music because music is like definitely a thing that it's like i mean it's very expressive so you can freely express yourself and what yourself is like yeah. your roots yeah, yeah, and yeah everything you do so like everything you do is the music you make you know yeah. it's all like linked very it's very much like yeah put together like that so if any like specific situation happens to me at school or something i'm super stressful and then like the next day some great things happen like i'm like all the music i'm doing is gonna just like reflect all the things i'm going through yeah and yeah yeah yeah, it's just all like combined really it's an expression of your life and who you are that's cool that's really cool well guys we have this segment that we do on every show we call it about it or doubt it so if you're about it It's something that you're down with, that you're into. If you doubt it, it's something you're not quite feeling. Can I get you guys to play Bout It or Doubt It with us? Yeah, Yeah, definitely. All right, let's do it. I started this body body. If you bout it, get them up. I mean you body body. I mean body. We say you body body. I represent. I doubt it. All right, so we're going to do, guys, we're going to spin our wheel. We're going to get you guys a couple of category, and then we're going to ask you guys a couple of about it or doubted questions in that category, okay? Cool. All right, All right let's go. <laughs> All right, guys, your category today is adventure, okay? So, about it or doubt it, motorcycle racing. Oh, definitely doubt. Doubt, yeah. Doubt, yeah, doubt. yeah. 100%. <laughs> No, I heard way too many stories no. of like people's heads getting split open. Dude, something. I like, just I was just talking. You know, Sterling, drummer from Mungo. Yeah. I was just talking to him the other day about how like dangerous motorcycles no. are. Like, uh-huh. No, 
you'll never catch me on one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. One of my friends, like, right before we left Berkeley, like, for this last semester, like, she saw an accident on a motorcycle, like, happen live in front of her, and she yeah. like, called the police and stuff. Yeah. Like, no, I'm just never doing that. Okay, okay. I used to want one. I used to, when I had my own ad agency for many years, for about 20 years here in Milwaukee, and Harley Davidson was one of our clients, right? And so I used to want a motorcycle really, really bad, and I felt like I should have one because that was one of my clients, right? But my wife totally shut me down. She was like, nah, you ain't getting no motorcycles, dude. No Not motorcycle. worth it. Not <laughs> worth it. <laughs> All right. How about one more about it or doubt it question, fellas? About it or doubt it, scuba diving. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd do that. Yeah, okay. I okay. mean, okay, recent developments. <laughs> I was going to say, bro. Like, kinda, the ocean. But that's not, I'm not going to the Titanic. You know, I'm just going yeah, like yeah, a little yeah. bit to see the coral reef and all that, like the stingrays and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. If, it, if it's not too deep. I'll okay. Go, but I know there's like so much stuff. Like if you go too fast, you get like the bends. And it's like, yeah. I need some training. But that, yeah. I mean, it would probably be super cool if you're able to see like some. Some nice marine life. Like yeah. That'd probably, marine be, life. That'd probably yeah. be pretty awesome. Yeah. Like, I've never done it. I have a friend who's a scuba diver and he, him and his wife, every year they go on a different dive trip to some place, different place in the world. A lot of times in the Caribbean. But, you know, it's something like you said, like you got to be really, really trained. You got to know what you're doing because you can find yourself in some peril in a heartbeat doing that. Yeah. That's like some beginning to a horror movie yeah. type stuff right there. You get stuck or something. Yeah. Yeah. So your musical tastes are clearly very diverse, right? So, we talked about artists that you guys listen to that have been influential. Like, what's what's kind of on your playlist right now? Give me a couple songs that are on your playlist right now that you're de- dealing with and vibing to. Okay, well, something that's like always cons- like consistently always on my playlist is D'Angelo, especially mm. any song from Voodoo. Yeah. Like, when you ask about the top three albums, that's definitely one of them. Yeah. Voodoo is like, I think overall my biggest influence, like, just the album, the playing, especially Pino Palladino, his uh-huh. bass playing. That's that's my biggest thing. Yeah, what else is on my stuff? I've been listening to a lot of like like Oscar Peterson like trio stuff. Oh yeah, just like yeah. him, Ray Brown, Ed Dickman. I've been listening a lot of that because I'm really trying to work on my upright bass playing. Okay, so Ray Brown is a big influence for that for yeah sure. that's cool yeah songs like that what about you i've been really digging there's this saxophone player named emmanuel wilkins okay. i don't know if you've heard of him i have not no he's he's from new york i think he's only like 25 years old but uh, man i've just been listening to like so much of his music he only has two albums out like he's uh-huh. super young but his first album omega like i like like if you look at it like i have almost all the songs liked like i just listen to wow. it all the time it's like such such good like kind of like modern jazz yeah like, very my like 2010s modern jazz. yeah i definitely like that style for like jazz also vicky's uh-huh. his album clarity like 2016 that's another one where it's like no skips like all the songs are good and it's just like the production uh-huh. the everything yeah he's also just another one of those like overall just insane musicians i feel like cam is like a blossoming vq he's also like a, one of those like do everything yourself like he plays bass plays guitar does yeah. the program drums like plays the keys hey cisco though too oh yes cisco <laughs> cisco's definitely on my place cisco's like also one of those types of people like he he graduated from Berkeley like the other year. Yeah, he graduated last year from Berkeley. Okay. Uh, but he like just dropped an album, his like debut solo album, and it's like, it's so good. Huh. Yeah, and he plays pretty much everything like bass, keys. He 
sings upright bass. Oh yeah, what? <laughs> he does production. He's amazing. So, yeah, yeah, that is yeah, all right. He's, he's ridiculous. You mentioned D'Angelo. It so happens I was hanging out with my brother the other day, and we were talking about we talk this music talk all the time, and we were talking about okay, so he was asking me who were some of my favorites, and D'Angelo came up. He asked me my five favorite five favorite albums, and I was like Miss Education of Lauren Hill, and then yeah. there's a David Sanborn one in there, and there's a couple more, but a Kirk Whalen one in there who's one of my favorite artists of all time. But then I said to him, I said, have you ever seen a YouTube clip of D'Angelo and Questlove playing the old SOS band tune, Tell Me If You Still Care? And my brother had never seen it. It is unreal. Like I don't think I've seen that one. You got to check that one out. It's just D'Angelo and Questlove. D'Angelo's playing keys and singing. And Questlove, of course, is doing the drums. And it's just the two of them, some little impromptu thing that they did with that old SOS band tune. But that's just like like the beauty of all the stuff that they did in that neo-soul era in Philly, right? When those guys all were like living in Philly, hanging out in Philly, hanging out together and playing together. It was unbelievable. And the other thing I'm digging, too, is like... These like Emmanuel Wilkins and Vicky's and Cisco, like our audience needs to get up on those kinds of folks, right? Because I see this like, you know, jazz goes through these evolutions, right? And I agree with you guys. Like, I love the fact that you guys aren't trying to to fit yourself into a genre, right? But because you're not trying to fit yourself into a genre, you probably more naturally fit into jazz because jazz is meant to be something that pulls on different things and it's a little bit more freer a little bit more experimental a little bit more you know just kind of going where the music takes you and leads you right and there's a lot of great talented artists that are coming up and like one of the things that i like i'm so happy one of the reasons i'm so happy you guys are going to be playing our festival is that one of the things i want to do with our festival is like a lot of festivals have this deal where they only have the same people playing all the time right it's the same artist and i think you got to introduce people like you guys bring a different audience to the show right you guys when you guys are on the bill it's gonna be some 20 something folks in the room like when it's like a lot of the people that are the standards like you know or the people that are always at these festivals it's old heads like me that are in the room all the time and if you can bring those people together that's a really cool thing yeah yeah. And I think that your music is one of those things that has the ability to do that. So what do you guys do? Well, I'm asking two questions. First of all, if you weren't pursuing being a musician, what do you think you'd be pursuing career wise? I don't know. I feel like doing like film stuff yeah, would probably be fun. Like, yeah. okay. That would probably be sick. Or the alternative option, maybe for when I'm older, it's like just like move up in the forest and like be a park ranger. Ah, <laughs> now that's interesting. That's just interesting. Like, like be in nature. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Yusha? Yeah, I think another, like, I'm definitely very into film and I'm like, I really enjoy, like, making videos and stuff. Like, editing and stuff like that is, like, very fun to me. Uh huh. And I'm definitely very amateur with all of it. And I'm like, I want to get a lot better. But I think that's, like, a really just cool, another way of, like, expression. Yeah. Another medium of art that's very cool. And I've been, like, recently, I've been watching a lot of, like, really well done. TV shows or movies and stuff that are just like the cinema is amazing. Like, yeah. it's, like it's mind blowing how they like get these shots and anything. And it's just like very inspiring.
inspiring to like make some make something like that yeah. and also like use that inspiration in music like what we were talking about before uh-huh. like everyday things putting into your music like that's definitely a big thing like putting other mediums of art into your medium of art yeah so like yeah. going to art museum seeing some very cool art allowing it to like affect you in some yeah. sort of way and then going home and making music off of that yeah. or watching a movie and making you know like that's that. cool yeah. that's cool you know you guys can do all those things i had a guest on that was probably about two weeks ago i think his name is ryan montano check him out he's a trumpet player right he lives in albuquerque new mexico ryan is a great trumpet player he is an actor he is a filmmaker he is a model and he is like a long drive golfer all at the same time i just got and i was like dude how do you manage to do all those things and he was saying kind of what you're saying it's like you know they kind of they he's just like he's an artist right that's what he is that's what he does and he uses all those different forms of art to inform his other form of art like to even for him like you know driving a golf ball is an art for him too just like it is you know being an actor or being a model or making films you know and so you know you can incorporate all that stuff into what you do and now nowadays it's not that it's not necessarily unheard of right because already you're doing everybody everything in the music industry used to be segmented right somebody wrote the songs like you would go back and look at like some old documentaries of like Motown and stuff, right? Somebody wrote the songs then and they wrote them with an artist in mind. They handed those songs to that artist who sang the song, right? Or played on the song. Somebody else produced it and then somebody else did the marketing and somebody else did the distribution. That's all changed now. Like most of the artists I talk to, like a good number of them, like they're doing all that stuff. So you really get to exercise all those artistic influences. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So what do you guys do to unwind? Like after whether you're up at school or whether you've been playing music and you just want to kick back, what do you guys do to unwind? Yeah, I mean definitely just like kicking it, just like not playing music. Like I remember those sometimes like nearing the end of the semester, especially first semester, when and like Julian, one thing about Julian, like he's always trying to jam. Like he does not <laughs> he just doesn't stop, I feel like. Uh-huh. Like maybe a few times, but for the most part, he's always down a jam so like there's probably like a time when you really called me you're like yo you trying to jam i'm like nah i'm just like no i'm just like no i'm honestly just trying to kick you like you could pull up if you want but i'm really just like trying but like yeah we do we just chill or just go somewhere like outside in nature especially doing that in boston because like we live in the city you know it's always just like cement and buildings and cars and stuff so like you can go there's like the commons you can go there but i it's better to just get into some real nature just like yeah leave everything from like city city like just leave that space and just get into a new space and like just wherever yeah wherever i'm like doing a lot of like the work that i'm doing just like go a little further from there yeah just like unwind yeah yeah that's cool that's cool so what is something that our listeners might be surprised or your fans might be surprised to learn about you guys I think maybe people wouldn't think that we're into like very like other styles of music that we don't play a lot because like I really like a lot of like old school so like I love Motown for sure like James Jamerson like he's one of my biggest influences like and then other music before that like classical music is has become a really big influence especially for doing you like yeah just like we're not we're definitely not very one dimensional when it comes to like our music taste like we're I'm not just out here only listening to jazz yeah 
and Robert Glass with like very wide range of stuff effects. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. I mean, like Cam, like sometimes I'd be like, "Hey, bro, check this out." Like, it, like a song that he made, uh-huh. and like someone may be expecting it to be something like upside down, like this nice piece. Uh-huh. It's just like this hard beat, like boom, boom, and it's crazy. Right. It's like uh-huh. it's really good, but it's like yeah, it's just like we all listen, listen to like different stuff, and like yeah, I appreciate. It. Like, I definitely love a lot of like metal music. Like uh-huh. that's what I used mm-hmm. to before I played jazz. I was like only listening to like prog metal. And, yeah, like, but yeah, no, he was saying classical. Like I feel like classical. Like very modern ish classical, like yeah. not 20th century where they, it's just 12 tone and they don't care about anything. Like uh-huh. right, right before <laughs> that period, I feel like it was like a really good period of time. And it just like the stuff they were doing, it just it hits, it hits really hard. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you just mentioned the song upside down. We got time to play one more song. How about we play upside down?
All right, everybody. Once again, our in-studio guest today, Cosmic Endeavors. That was their joint upside down. So, fellas, we got you guys opening the Fresh Coast Jazz Festival on Friday, August 25th. What can people expect at that show, man? It's going to be a lot of fun energy i feel like yeah we're gonna i'm hoping that we're just gonna have a blast and that the audience can kind of pick that up but yeah yeah this is gonna be probably like our biggest show that we've played so far so i mean uh, we're probably gonna be a little nervous but you know i think overall just like seeing a, a room full of people is yeah it's, it's gonna you know help us just accelerate to just like make something really really interesting and fun that's awesome that's yeah awesome. definitely people could expect a lot of energy just in general like we're gonna make some really cool arrangements for our songs cool. and like revamp them a bit to fit like we're definitely gonna make arrangements specifically for this event yeah so it's like the music we'll be playing is going to be fresh new and like never heard before yeah awesome. unreleased type of thing so that's fantastic like, yeah people can expect some good times so pull up yeah yeah <laughs> i can't wait i'm super excited about it i'm really excited about it like i i know our audience is excited about it and i gotta get what we started after you guys won we we've posted on facebook and the post i wrote the post but i in the post i said we have we have heard the future of jazz and the future of jazz is cosmic, mm-hmm. right? And that's what. And so we're putting you guys. We want to put you guys out there, and I'm really excited. We're going to get let everybody know that you guys are going to be there and make sure everybody gets there early because I really do think that people are going to be just blown away by what you guys bring to the table. So I asked a couple of questions. I always ask all of our guests. The first one I'm going to ask of both of you guys. Of both of these, I'm going to ask of both of you guys. Top three albums of all times for you. Mine is voodoo d'angelo okay and then butterfly i mean sorry not butterfly thrust <laughs> by herbie hancock oh yeah which has butterfly in it. and my third oh that's hard it might be what's going on marvin gay okay okay but also ones. we get requests oscar peterson like i love that mm. so i don't know it's a that's cool though those two, yeah all right what about you julian well, kind of the two ones that I was talking about before, definitely Omega by Emmanuel Wilkins, like mm-hmm. I was saying, like no skips. Same thing with Clarity 2016 by Vicky's. And then Cisco actually has this album that he did with this drummer named Luke Titus. And we played a gig the other day and we played one of the songs. I think it's called like Something's Take Time or something like yeah, that. Something I can't remember the name, but yeah, that's another album where it's just like no, like I'll just yeah. listen to the whole thing. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's all right. I had a Stevie Wonder on last night. I sleep to music, right? Oh, yeah. My wife crazy. But, you know, what I've started to do is, like, I started instead of, like, I have a speaker system in our bedroom, and she started unplugging my Sonos. She started unplugging my Sonos, right? So I had to figure out a workaround, right? So what I do now is, like, I will pick something on my phone. I'll stuff my phone under a couple of pillows under my head, you know, so she can't hear it and I can hear it, right? And I had just Stevie Wonder going on continuous last night, and I was there. And I was just like, I was feeling it, though, every time I woke up i was just like oh that's good yeah that's good. So, <laughs> i'm like you guys there's some that you just some of your favorites that you just listen to all the time all right another question i always ask all of our guests is you're having a dinner party and you can invite any three people living or deceased who's coming to your dinner party and what's on the menu okay i think i would invite erica badu oh yeah uh, i would invite pino Valdino, and i would invite maybe 
Sonny Rollins, I think. Oh, yeah, I think those are three really cool. cool people. Like, they just seem really cool to kick it with. Yeah. Like, just their thoughts and ideas that they've, like, talked about are all, like, really cool. That's cool. Yeah, I'd probably do that. And then we're eating wings. Okay, okay, oh, like, okay. Like, mango habanero and lemon pepper wings. <laughs> wing stop. We're eating wing stop. What about you, Julia? Oh, man. I feel like I want to, like, be with, like, some, like, really just, like, smart people. Yeah. Like, just to, like, see what they have to say. Definitely, like, maybe, ooh. I'm trying to think of a really good composer that I mm. just, like. Okay. I mean, mm, oh, Debussy. Okay. Debussy. He'll be at the table. We'll have a French translator, so I okay. can hear what he's saying. <laughs> Probably, like, Duke Ellington, too. Oh, man. That's a good one. And then... Maybe like Tony Williams, because I just want to meet Tony Williams. So okay. he could just be there so I could like meet him and stuff. But cool. yeah, those three, so I could just kind of see what, what's going on. Yeah. Or like, or like some like, some random dude who wrote like all the Gregorian chants. He could be there too. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> and on the menu, honestly, probably some Indian food. Okay. Okay. Made by my grandmother. <laughs> okay. 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 That, okay. That, that always, I always will eat that. And What's the go-to dish that your grandmother makes it like? Every time she makes it, you're like, I need some more of that. It's this thing called alu paratha. It's like okay. potato, like mashed potatoes and like a bread thing that's fried. Okay. But yeah, every time she comes, she's like, all right, I'm making it this day. <laughs> you got to be available. Like, it's like, okay, I will, make sure. I'm, I will make sure I'm available. That is all right. That is all right. So let our listeners know where they can learn more about Cosmic Endeavors, where they can keep up with you guys. Man, the best way to keep up with us, I think right now, is probably through our Instagram, which I think our handle is C-E-M-K-E band, or you can just look up Cosmic Endeavors okay. on like Instagram and you should be able to find us. Otherwise, we do have a website, which is just CosmicEndeavors.com and a Facebook too, which we don't post on as much. But definitely, I mean, we're the young folks. So yeah, yeah, check yeah. out, check yeah, out yeah, our yeah. Instagram. That's where we're probably going to be most active, posting our shows posting anything that we're releasing in the future hopefully awesome yeah well i gotta tell you guys we are really looking forward to your performance on august 25th to all of our listeners i'm telling you right now you are going to be hearing about these guys a lot in the future these guys have a really really bright future so stay up on cosmic endeavors and i really appreciate you guys coming in today and chopping it up with me a little bit thank you so much appreciate having us all right pleasure's all mine man and everybody be sure to come out to see cosmic endeavors along with 19-time grammy nominee larry carlton and contemporary jazz hit makers rick braun paul brown julian vaughn lindsey webster lynn roundtree ollie silk and jeff ryan at the 2023 fresh coast jazz festival august 25th and 26th at the pap theater visit www.freshcoast.jazz for tickets that's our show for this week be sure to check out our website freshcoastjazz.com to sign up for our email list so you can stay up on what's going on with contemporary jazz we'll see you next time on fresh coast jazz backstage 